This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of our Raw Reaction series, uh, specifically the Arsenal News Show, joining you every single morning at 8am, bringing you up to date with all that's going on in the world of Arsenal. I hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well this morning. Good morning to everybody joining us in the chat box. Good morning to Matt G, getting in there first for the first time in a while. Dave Lennon as well, AV. Uh, we've got Tony, Rohit, Bruce, Olu. Rohit's asking if we've signed anyone yet. Quite apt, to be fair. Chonty, James, uh, Marcus, Adam. Good morning to you, all of you. Uh, Canferdi, good morning to Gustavo, Joshua, Mike. Uh, who else have we got in the chat box? Let's scroll down a little bit further. Tezzi, Jose, Femi, uh, Nico, uh, and GGTV for you as well. Good morning to everybody in the chat box. Hope you're doing good. Make sure, if you haven't done so already, to drop a like on the video, of course, and subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. And with that being said, a massive thank you to everybody that has helped us reach 30,000 subscribers. Um, I haven't got anything planned yet. Um, you'll have to let me know if you want, if there should be a special. I did say that I felt like the podcast that we did a couple of days ago with Clive and Arsblog and, and Kev was kind of a bit of a 30k special. Um, so if I end up doing anything, maybe I will. Maybe I'll try and get like an original uh, original core of guests on. That'd be quite cool. Um, I'll have a think uh, and see if I can sort that one out. Um, that's going to be tough. It's going to be real tough to try and do that. Um, but good morning to everybody in the chat. Hope you're doing well. If you aren't subscribed already, help us on our way now to 40,000 subs. Um, feels great to say that. And thank you again for all the continued support on the channel uh, throughout its existence. We've gone from, I mean, I took over the channel from Craig when we were, I think it was just under 8K. I'm pretty sure it's just under 8,000. Uh, and that was in 2016. And it took ages it took a long time because if you think if you're very used to a host uh, and Craig was fantastic and still does a fantastic job at the same old Arsenal as well and you change and taking over it's really difficult to kind of you know keep an audience and obviously I'm not Craig so I'd take things in a, in a different direction and I was never going to try and be someone else so just was myself and so trying to get into a new 
a direction with uh, with the same audience to then keep on going and to bring new people in and stuff. It, it, it took a long time to get it to 10K, which I think was in 20, I want to say 2019, I think it did that. And then 2020, we hit 20K. Uh, uh, or I think I think it might have even been 2021. We hit 20k, and then we've hit 20, we've hit 30k within I think less than a year, uh, which is crazy. So it's been a mad journey, and uh, we keep on going. And I think this 8am show has definitely been one of the big successes of the channel as well. And uh, it's worth the effort <laughs> that's gone into doing it. Anyway, we've got quite a few things to get through this morning. So let's stop waffling and get on with things. Uh, first of all, if you haven't already subscribed to the Arsenal Way, please do. We hit, uh, we're hit, we on our way to 10,000 subs over there, um, which we started back in August. So, you know, <laughs> to go over a channel at just under 8K, was helping starting a channel at nothing and we're nearly at 10,000 subs. So thank you for everyone that's supporting us over there as well um also if you haven't done so already please go and uh and help Vinny, our, our boy Vinny, out uh, as he fights this horrible battle that he's having to fight and uh, you can do that by helping support the charity that means a lot to him uh, link is in the description as always to Vinny's charity as well uh, and if you want to go and give any of the articles that i wrote a read yesterday uh, there's three of them there's another one i need to talk about in a bit but i wrote uh, specifically about edu giving some of the reasons uh, earlier on in the season about why we didn't sign Bruno Gimaraes, Saliba's big mistake for Marseille uh, against Lyon, which we're going to talk about more in a second, and following Balogun, uh, creating an assist for Middlesbrough as they go and face Man United in the FA Cup very, very soon. Uh, speaking of Saliba, yes, he did make a huge mistake uh, in the Lyon's game with Marseille. Uh, he was he kind of dropped deep too soon, broke the offside line, played Moussa Dembele onside, uh, and then was completely roasted by the French striker, and Leon won in the 89th minute of the match. Now, up to that point, Saliba had been brilliant. He'd had a really solid game, um, really good defensively, really good progressive passing-wise. It's it's one of those moments that a 20-year-old defender's going to have. Russia blood, drops too deep, plays the defender onside when he should keep the line, and he would have played him offside. Um, and could have been a little bit stronger possibly when the ball came through. Some I spoke to a friend of mine at Ben at the Marseille View who obviously will be covering uh, Saliba's month with us in, in a, probably a week's time. We're probably going to do all of the uh, the loan and the youth catch-ups next week uh, just to let kind of the, the settle of the transfer window go down a little bit more. Um, but yeah, he's uh, he said that he felt like maybe he could have taken him out and just taken the red card to avoid the defeat. But I think that the more mature thing would have been just to maintain the on the offside trap uh, which he didn't do because he played him onside on his own which is a little bit of a frustration but besides that mistake he was very solid once again and uh, despite the fact that a lot of people feel like he's going to stay with Marseille that's not the case whatsoever uh, according to the information that we have um, and on Football London uh, he intends to return to Arsenal at this point in time as of the 3rd of February the, in the intent is there for him to return to Arsenal despite those reports that came out from France. So fingers crossed that we can see uh, Saliba in an Arsenal shirt very, very soon. Our next story, Alexandre Lacazette, uh, looks very much set to leave Arsenal. In fact, uh, the Lyon president, Jean-Michel Oulas, who we know all about from our protracted uh, pursuit of Hussein Mawar, he says uh, we'll do our best to sign Alexandre Lacazette in June. Um, we've always remained in contact with him um, so we can pretty much expect Lacazette's time with Arsenal to be done um, it will be over uh, at the end of the season which is a shame 
But at the same time, we do need to move on. We do need to get better. We do need to have a, a more consistent goal-scoring threat up top than Lacazette. But we would appreciate everything that he's done for the club and he will probably captain the side until the end of the season as well. So that's something that we will need to be getting on uh, and supporting him with until then. But he was set probably to join Leon in the summer when his contract expires. Our next story of the day is Nicolas Pepe, who also looks set to leave Arsenal come the end of the season. In fact, he could have even left Arsenal in January. It was the understanding that he would assess his options this winter if uh, his kind of situation didn't improve, and it didn't. And there were inquiries from both Lyon and Marseille. Both inquired about Nicolas Pepe. Uh, and interestingly, I, I mean, I did a piece yesterday talking about who Arsenal could replace Pepe with should he leave. Uh, talking about players like Rafinha at, uh, at Leeds United, Anthony at Ajax, and Ismail Assar was another one I brought up from Watford. Players that obviously could compete with Bukayo Saka at Arsenal. So if you want to give that a read, link to my page is in the video description and you can go check out the articles there. But both Lyon and Marseille inquiring about Pepe and whilst nothing happened regarding a bid, it will be intriguing how much Arsenal demand for the player in the summer because, you know, uh, 72 million quid is a lot of money and we'll want to recoup as much of that as feasibly possible. But it does look like Pepe could be on his way out in the summer with plenty of teams now garnering interest in the player which is not something that was happening previously so that's one to keep your eye on as the season progresses uh yes we're not done with Dusan Vlaovic because there is more news I know a few people left some comments like can we stop talking about Dusan Vlaovic but the honest answer is no it's Arsenal news and so we'll cover it uh Joe Barone who is uh, I believe the CEO uh is at least a director of Fiorentina uh possibly even the owner. I remember they've got American owners. But uh, anyway, Joe Barone's been saying, my managers went to England to deal with the foreign clubs, but they, Vlaovic's camp, always said no. They probably already had an agreement with Juventus and perhaps even as a free agent. His agents had the intention of expiring and ruining Fiorentina, as is often happening now. They wanted to make themselves rich on our skin. Very, very pointed. <laughs> very pointed indeed. Um, and it's interesting how this controversy is going to continue. We didn't sign the player. It may have even be a good thing that we didn't sign him based on everything that's going on at the moment. Um, moving on to, I believe, our final, I want to say final story of the day. And Alexander Izak, The Athletic, ran an article yesterday which basically detailed that Isaac and the reasons the why Arsenal didn't activate that £75 million release clause. Reason was, Arsenal simply did not think he was worth that. Uh, but, interestingly, Isaac was interviewed yesterday in which he was asked if he will stay at Real Sociedad in the future. And he said, you can never be sure of anything. As I always say, you never know what can happen in football. But in the end, I'm here, happy and nothing more. Classic line for a player that probably will leave the club to a bigger side in the near future. I'm very happy that Arsenal, maybe not very happy, very happy is probably the wrong word, but I am very understanding of the fact that Arsenal did not activate that £75 million release course. He's just, he's just not worth it. He's just not worth that amount of money yet. I think that Arsenal could get plenty more uh, kind of for that amount of money for a striker and a midfielder. There is also stories coming out that Arsenal will supposedly be given £180 million to be spent in the summer. That's Mark Irwin who reported that. 
I think that is one of those classic. What's the word we use? War chest. I think that's one of those classic war chest stories that you always see kind of coming out just after there's been a bit of a disappointment in a winter window leading up to the summer window. The war chest of £180 million is what Arsenal will supposedly have come the summer. I will we'll wait and see. It's not beyond the realms of possibility. What I would say is that Arsenal apparently are in a 500 million quid's worth of debt right now. Um, so how we then have 180 million pounds to spend in the summer, who knows? Um, but we'll wait for the summer. We'll see how much we spend and then we'll go from there. But first, we've got the season to sort out and 17 games left to try and qualify ourselves for the Champions League plenty of work still to do anyway we're going to get to the chat box and your questions now so if you do indeed have any questions please throw them into the chat box and i'll do my absolute best to answer them uh, and drop a like as well if you haven't done so already and subscribe to the channel too okay let's jump into the chat and see what you guys are saying quick brief drink Okay, let's see what you guys are asking. Dimitri says, Tom, I heard it on good authority uh, a few months ago that Pepe is leaving from someone named Canton. <laughs> Care to comment since that was the first news of him leaving? I don't think you did. I really don't think you did heard that from me at all. Um, <laughs> a ridiculous, a ridiculous claim. What were the Daily Mail and the Sun thinking when they used that article? George Bird. Mm. Deary, deary me. Deary, deary me. Social, how many players does our war chest need to stretch to? It's a good question. Um, and it will depend on who leaves in the summer. Based upon what we have available now and the expectation that El Nenny, Lacazette and Eddie Nketiah's contracts will expire at the end of the season, you would have to say at least two forwards. If Pepe goes, a wide forward. If Holding goes, another centre-back. If Leno goes, another goalkeeper. Although saying that, we've probably got Matt Turner coming in at the moment. Uh, if Cedric goes, another right back, uh, possibly uh, an upgrade in central midfield. I mean, definitely an upgrade in central midfield, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, so, yeah, you're looking at least five or six players. Again, maybe even more, depending on who goes. Uh, but we've got a lot of youngsters coming through. Uh, Patino, Aziz, BRF. Uh, we'll have depth through those guys, adding to it too. But we do need to strengthen both the starting eleven and some of the support positions as well. So probably six-ish players. Maybe one for a video that we need to do. Um, Dana says, Tom, what about a giveaway? A giveaway? What would I give away for 30,000 subs? I'm not sure. Um, I'll have a think. Maybe we can do a giveaway uh, on one of our shows. Aditya says, should we go for a goal-scoring winger aged between 22 to 25 in the summer? Any players that you have in mind that might be a fit? It's funny. You should say that because uh, I have written a piece about the players that could replace Nicolas Pepe. Link to my page is in the description on football.london. Uh, but there's a number of players. One of them I said was Rafinha from Leeds. Eight goals this season, two assists. Maybe he is someone that we could look to, but he was valued at around £50 million and that was rejected. Any any kind of approach from West Ham United this month was rejected and that's how much they would ask for. Uh, Ginger Ninja Guna says, do you think that we will try to sign anyone on a free transfer uh, that will help us spend big on others? Um, I, I think that there will look... They'll look anyway at any kind of free transfers that are out there. I don't think that the free transfers that will be there 
I mean, it's a, it's actually quite a good question. Um, if we have a look at player contracts year left on transfer markets, I'm pretty sure that they have a page where you can check contracts expiring. Let's have a quick look and see which players' contracts will be ending in 2022. Kylian Mbappe, Paul Pogba, Paolo Dybala, Frank Kessier, Marcelo Brozovic. I thought he was signing up a new deal. Antonio Rudiger. Why am I not showing you this screen? I should definitely be just showing you this. Uh, let's stop that. Let's share this. Hold on. Give me a second. Uh, do, 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 do. Contracts expiring. So here you go. Uh, these are all the players that are expiring uh, of their contracts in the end of the season. So Mbappe, Pogba, Dybala, Kessier, Brozovic, Antonio Rudiger, Nicolas Sula, Andreas Christensen, Asmana Dembele, Andrea Bellotti, although I think he's going to be going, uh, I want to say Inter, maybe it's Inter, maybe it's somewhere else, uh, Kamara from Marseille, Matthias Ginter from uh, Gladbach, James Tarkovsky, Lacazette, Lingard, Romagnoli, Masraoui, Danea, Danea at Lyon's not a bad player, but he's currently injured and out until February 6th, so not that bad of an injury. Uh, Luis, Felipe Luiz, only 24-year-old centre-back from Lazio. He's pretty good as well. Uh, heard plenty of good things about him. Uh, David Brooks at Bournemouth, very exciting young player. I say young, 24 now, but still very decent player. Angel Di Maria. Uh, Christensen will obviously, or Christian Eriksen will now play for Brentford, but it's only a six-month deal with an option for an extra year. Corentin Tolisso, that's a good player. Uh, possibly someone that we could look to to strengthen the midfield. But Bernadeschi. Uh, Onana is going to be joining Inter. We know that. Dan Axel Zagadou, 22-year-old centre-back. Contract running out at the end of the season at the moment. Very interesting indeed. Uh, Adnan Yanazai, could he and Isaac leave Real Sociedad at the end of the season? Scoring down a little bit more and you're getting some of the classics like Mkhitaryan, Suarez, Modric. I imagine Modric will sign a new deal with Real Madrid for at least another year, surely. And Ben Brereton Diaz, that's an interesting one. Didn't know that his contract was ending at the end of the season. Very interesting indeed. So... Maybe they're some of the players that Arsenal could look at uh, come the end of the season on a free transfer. Who they will actually go for, we have no idea. Uh, Victor says, "Do Martinelli? Uh, do you Martinelli would be better? Do you think? I think it's being addressed there as Martinelli. Do you think Martinelli would be better than Lacazette up front? I don't think so. Um, I like Lacazette uh, in the middle, and I like uh, Martinelli in a wide area. So I don't think I would swap those two around." Uh, Awolu says, Tom, do you have any hope of European football next season? Because I have none. I absolutely do. Yeah, I am optimistic. I'm always optimistic. I'm an optimistic person. And if you think about it, we've played two league games in January. We didn't win either of them. We had a really good performance against Man City that was marred by some silly mistakes. And we weren't able to break down uh, a Burnley side that were very stubborn. And we were without our main midfield so I, I am still very much optimistic about what we can do uh this season and yeah absolutely um oh that's very true Aditya yes Brooks was diagnosed with cancer wasn't he yeah that's maybe why but fingers crossed he won't it won't I've seen the amount of times I've seen players fall ill and the and the teams just don't don't do enough to look after the players in those situations when the contracts run out. I hope that isn't the same situation for Brooks. Uh, Ginger Ninja Gunner says, thanks, Tom. I feel there is definitely a couple that we could go for. Uh, will just help us to use our budget better. It absolutely would. I think there is a number that if we want to get Masraoui as a backup right back, I think that would be a very smart piece of business. If you wanted to get, uh, I think it was Luis from Lazio, the Brazilian centre-back. As depth, then that would be a bit of a seri uh, a bit of a kind of a cheeky, savvy bit of business too. So yeah, there are definitely options for us. 
Um, Carl says, uh, Tom, serious question. Why don't you market your hat? Get the TGT logo embossed and your lo loyal subjects could buy one. I would. I don't know. I've never been really that keen on merchandise. Um, I mean, I've, you know. I think I think I think I've had a real go at someone in the past about merchandise, so it would be a little bit hypocritical if I then went and sold some. So uh, yeah, you know, who knows? If there's a company out there that ever approached me, I'd have to think about it. But I still think that mm, mm, I don't I don't think it's anything that's on my plan or radar. Stephen says, Tom, do you think the narrowing of our squad is a throwback to the successful sides of the 70s, 80s and Wenger years where we have a 14 man first team squad to sustain Arteta's style of play? I don't think it's I don't think it's it is a throwback kind of, you know, in a what's the word I'm looking for? A nostalgic sense it's a throwback but what i think is that they're just trimming the squad down to the players that they just don't deem good enough and i'm fine with that i'm absolutely fine with them doing that i've no issues with them trimming down the squad no issue with them moving players on that uh that aren't going to benefit us i think maybe they went a little bit too hard i think they could have kept one defender that they, they let go either one of chambers or marie i think could have been kept but they've let them go and I mean Omar Rekic didn't leave in the end I don't think so he could arguably cover uh, and we can always promote from within once again thanks Paul really appreciate that mate uh, let's go to do, 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 do. Uh, Aditya says Ben Burrett and Diaz for around 15 million would be a good get can play across the front line well he's going to be free in the summer from the looks of things uh, Sakub says it was a decent window so called Deadwood gone and savings on wages one of our long term goals achieved top 6 was our minimum goal this season will Saka get a new contract ASAP I hope so there are talks going on at the moment between Arsenal and Saka, so hopefully we'll see a new contract announced in the near future. Uh, Victor says, do I think that Saliba will start? I don't think he'll start at the start of the season. I think he'll gradually integrate and then he'll compete with Gabriel and Ben White and they'll probably rotate. He'll start the cup games and European games if we qualify, but uh, Premier League, I think he'll have to fight for his place. But, you know, that's absolutely fine. That's what other teams do. I've no issue with Saliba <clears throat> coming into the side. He's not the complete article. He's not perfect. He's got mistakes in his game. He's got things he needs to get better at. And he will do that And the more chances that he gets. Uh, Pete says, if Newcastle go down, what are the chances of Gimaraes leaving? Probably quite high. They probably have a uh, relegation clause inserted into most of the players' contracts that, are, that they bought. So... I imagine that's what will happen. Tom says, did you talk already about Edu's comments about Xhaka's presence as the main man in midfield with Partey is the reason? Yeah, Tom, I wrote this article. <laughs> um, basically, these are the comments <clears throat> that Edu said at the end of the summer window, which gave us an idea as to why they did not upgrade on Xhaka this season, um, or rather in this winter. Basically, Edu's, Edu's reason for not upgrading in the summer was that why would they upgrade when they've already got Xhaka and Partey? It was effectively what he said, which tells us the reason why they didn't go and upgrade on him in the winter window. In the summer, Xhaka could yet go. But even then, it's ridiculous. Like You have to look to upgrade on players if the opportunity presents itself, and Bruno Gimaraes was just there for the taking. Why we didn't go for him, I, I really don't know. I'd buy one too, says the brother. <laughs> You're all after the hats. I mean, this it wouldn't be this hat. What I could do is get a black hat with like the, the cannon symbol. You know, the cannon symbol that we have. It's like uh, that one there, there. Hold on. Green screens messed me up. That one. You know the one I'm talking about with all the little tactic symbols. Maybe we could do that. Um, that's quite cool. Uh, 
Let's go to GGC Review who says, what led you to believe that the club is in debt? Last I checked, uh, because Tim Payton, who is head of the AST, tweeted out that information uh, last night. Let me just see if I can get the tweet up so I don't misquote him. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Let's scroll down. Yes. Uh, Referencing the transfer window, it's worth reflecting on Arsenal's financial position. Club will report losses of circa 150 million next month. Kroenke placed an extra 100 million pounds worth of debt on the club last year. Total debt now above 500 million pounds. So that's what Tim Payton reckons. Um, make of that what you will, but they're pretty usually spot on about the accounts. So there you go. Uh, Sam, thank you so much, mate, for the donation. That's really kind of you. Uh, who do you think will be in the top six in five years' time? Oh, that's a really tough question. I hope Arsenal. The way that we've got these young group of players that are improving all the time, you would think we could be one of those teams. Um, Newcastle. I mean, Newcastle, the way that they're going, you never know. You'd expect Chelsea, Manchester City, Liverpool still to all be there. Um, but the other teams, you'd hope we would be there. I hope Spurs aren't there. Newcastle could be there. Villa. You never know about Villa these days. They've got a lot of money. They're spending. Could they be there? It's an impossible question, Sam. But I think there are some some teams coming through that, you know, you never know about. They could make it up into the top six. We're going to answer a couple more and then we're going to be done. Adam says, hi, Tom. With the number of postponed games we are going to have, are you worried that our opponents for a top four are going to open a sizable gap? No, Adam, because most of our rivals for top four are still in Europe and still in the cup competitions. And they all also have postponed games. So no, I'm not I'm not worried about that yet, Adam. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when it comes. We've got quite a few games coming in quick succession very soon. We'll see where they put those postponed fixtures in and then we can have a better breakdown of things. Amadeep says, 500 million debt. Do you see that going down post-COVID quickly or are we hamstrung for a long time? Depends if we start selling players better. Depends if we get into the Champions League. All these things are going to help us to remove that debt, but it is very. There are not. Um, there are not. There are not many. What's the word I'm looking for? There are not many teams that are out there that are not in debt. That's the reason. Anantha says, "Hi, bro. Your voice is a little sore. I think. Hope your health is good. Yeah, I'm. And I do the 8 a.m. shows. Sometimes I try and keep my voice in a lower tone because it's very early, as you can imagine. Um, so." That's why I'm speaking as I am. <laughs> Apologies if it's been annoying, but uh, you can understand that we do this show very early in the morning. So there's a reason why I do speak at this kind of decibel level. Anyway, we are going to wrap things up there. I know it's only a shorter one today, but uh, I hope you're good and I hope you're well and I hope you're enjoying your week and getting now over the transfer window because it's done. Um, but we're going to be bringing you back with more shows. I'll be live on the Arsenal Way at 9.30 today. Uh, 9.30 on the Arsenal Way. Link to the channel is in the description. Help us get to 10,000 subs over there. would be really appreciative if you did. Uh, and then at 9 o'clock tonight, I'm going to be over on Lee Judges TV with Dan and Harry and Sophie and maybe Lee if, he, if, he, if he's on his own channel. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but thank you so much for tuning in, guys. And uh, I'll see you soon. Have a fantastic day. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates are around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? 
At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.